This episode is brought to you by our friends at FB Autosport. There's nothing worse than spending your race weekend under your car missing sessions because you were too swamped to get everything done in time. Whether it's car prep, new car builds, or arrive and drive, FB Autosport has you covered for Time Attack, GLTC, or WRL. They even have cars you can rent now while you put the finishing touches on your latest race car project. Reach out to Rob at FB Autosport now and tell him that Slip Angle sent you to get your project car finished and get back on track. Hey everybody, do you have a trailer sitting around that only gets used a few times a year for track events or chores or home center runs or whatever? You can rent out your open, enclosed car hauler, dump trailer, travel trailer, etc. when you're not using it on tolos.com, T-O-W-L-O-S.com. If you currently street drive your track, autocross, or drift car to events and need a trailer to travel further, make sure to check out tolos.com. Find car hauler trailers available near you. They're building up their inventory, and uh, maybe you can add to it or use it. Don't feel the need to purchase a $5,000 or more trailer when you can rent one for $100 a day or less on Tolos. Let your trailer collect money, not dust. Tolos is an online trailer sharing marketplace. Stoked to help build that marketplace and uh, maybe contribute or use a trailer soon. Audubon Country Club Sunday show. Sitting in the timing tower. It's the, lunch break. The timing tower that used to be so cool. It's, and now it's a classroom. It's not as cool. It's like no. a high top chair setup for timing and scoring. And it's not really optimized for usability either because if you were putting high top tables for timing and scoring. Yeah. You should move all the outlets up. Probably should. Now the outlets are below the table. Not convenient. Yeah. Lame. Anyway, uh, we've, got, uh, we've got some professionally awesome people on here. At least that's what they claim. Sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. I mean, you guys got a soundboard. Yeah, look at this. Hey, this is, we're a real podcast now. Hmm. Interesting. Mama says we are, at least. Hmm. We, got, we got big time shit. That's what we got. De- Devin Giles, Dragon Exhausts. How's your weekend been so far? I don't know who. I don't know why you're attacking like this. Right <laughs> off the bat. I woke up. I chose violence. I <laughs> right off the fucking bat. Okay, well, I'm doing doing great, Adam. Uh, yeah, your uh, your came and looks great out there, man. That's half the battle. And you got yeah. a shirt to match. Well, Team Teal. Obviously, <laughs> as a Porsche owner, you have to. He's do wearing a like collared that. shirt, just so you know. Yeah, he's very fancy. Looking. He's very fancy. Uh, what uh, what's the specs on the came and how long have you had that thing? Uh, about a year now, yeah. stock Cayman S, ninety-seven point two. Okay, PDK car. What year is that? A fifteen, fourteen? Who the fuck do you think I, I don't am? Know anything about I Porsches. am poor still, sir. What? It's a two thousand. Pull that mic up. We can't hear you. Yeah, you already talk quiet. You gotta eat that mic, man. Eat it. It's better. Eat the mic. It's probably better. Yeah. Okay, all right then. Levels, well, levels, levels. <laughs> I mean, if you just whisper into the mic the whole time, that'd yeah. be fine. Well, too. that's kind of how 2010? I talk. They, they all look the same. He's to trying me. to be like, sensual. I can't, yeah, well, he's got the he's got the pipes. You know, it just yeah. you see chill. how I'm sitting. Yeah, all the Caymans kind of look the same to me. Yeah, but they're still one of the prettiest cars, I think. Especially now that they're like semi attainable for like non ballers. Right. I mean, I bought one, right? There you yeah. go. <laughs> I, mean, so, I could almost buy one. Just constantly insulting. I was like, damn. Yeah, clearly. Yeah, it's affordable Non-ballers. for the poor. You like got none of us are ballers. <laughs> That's the determiner. Abe's a baller now that he's got a, a yeah. Tesla. But there you go. Yeah. Fair. But no, no. They're, they're, like, they're, like a, they're a great track car now. Yeah, it's all right. I mean, it's, it's a good start, right? Yeah. How has that been to live with? Fine. I mean, it's kind of my street weekend warrior. My dad likes the car. Okay. Cam likes the car. I took the that. exhaust fell off. Won't you shut the fuck up? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like, even you too. Uh, anywho. Not a baller. Your exhaust falls off. You talk too quiet. What mm, else we got? I mean, those are all true statements. So I can't yeah. There's a lot of violence. <laughs> and it's slow. Well, well I'm, I'm slow. You, so, same difference. You're not not balling, dude. You got a Porsche. You must be rich. 
you or something else. Uh, <laughs> it's just wheels, tires, yeah. aero car. Oh, a suspension? Or? Oh, colors. What kind? But they're tired. Fortune 510s. Uh, yeah, so I figured it was Fortune. They've been, uh, they've been daily doing for about two years oh. in the winter. Before I bought that, it. that long? No, before I bought it. Okay, it was a Varus, Varus car, Varus engineering. Oh, yeah, I remember. They that. used it to develop the arrow. Okay. Then he just dailyed it until he got tired of it. Yep. Cool. All the, all the boards here. working here? Yeah, yeah, you should, turn you should probably turn me up all What are you way. turning down for? Turn for what? Turn to what? All right, we're probably good. There's so many buttons that just happened. Yeah. yeah. He, like, tapped the screen, too. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Holy. Uh, you know, Adam uh, once spilled an entire bottle of water on I did? this board. Hmm. Yeah. Well, at least it was water. And, and then, then it ruined 15 minutes of an episode with Greg Creamer, which was big time sad. It was a really great episode, too. It didn't ruin it. It just made, a, it made the background do this. So it ruined it. So, okay. you, so you fucking ruined it. Wasn't it good. <laughs> wasn't good. <laughs> We're trying to qualify. In an audio medium, you kind of need it. I'm not actually Was good it annoying this. to listen to? Yes. Did it um, stop people from listening? Yes. It was ruined. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How, uh, how do you guys record your podcast? Uh, Over the internet. Yeah. And I've done app. one of them. On Iris. Yeah. Iris? Iris? That's right. That's right. Yeah. And we have a different Well, editor, yeah, Iris editor. was working and then it stopped working. So I sent them a trouble ticket and they didn't respond. Yeah. So now you don't record podcasts anymore? Are you, are well, you a we paying? In two weeks We're on standby. Hold on. Are you a paying customer or yes, is this a yeah, free service? I pay for it. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. then you, you demand some amount of yeah, service. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, yes. I, I demand some amount of service. Thank yeah. you very much. Um, but yeah, we were trying to record a podcast a week ago. Two weeks ago? Yeah, about two weeks now. Yeah. Two weeks ago. Yep. And we, we, it was a terrible setup and we finally got it all set up. And then we hit record. And 30 only, seconds later, it yeah. decided not to work. Only, really? only the guest was recording. We weren't. Yeah. Really? We yeah. And then we did it again, and again, and again, and we quit. Yep. Hmm. That was the answer. So we haven't done it since then. You should get one of these. Well, we're you generally can, not. You can phone call person. right into this? Can you do this like with? Yeah, I, um, you can take signal from a computer, like a Skype oh, call or Facebook sweet. message, and send the USB signal into the board and then record that channel. Okay. That's pretty neat. Well, we'll look. And the new ones have multiple um, USB inputs so that... Uh, you could split channel it from like multiple sources if you wanted. If you had two guests in remote locations, uh, you could use like a Skype call for one guest and a Teams call yeah, for another guest, and it would mix minus yeah. everything in the board, and so that everyone yeah. could talk even though everything's being interfaced. And all of our listeners are like, well, how come Adam always sounds like crap stuff? Well, yeah. I'm always calling so, it. So speaking of that, <laughs> yeah. no. <laughs> well, the show what is a, called Hypercritical. If you're not listening, yeah. Mike is usually um, critical. Yeah. Well, the point is that we Their now, yeah, we, uh, we use Iris because it records individual channels for okay. each person, and then they're individually or, cut. Or so rather, you, it's supposed to. Yes, it's supposed to. So you can play to. with all the levels on each. So, yeah, so yeah. then we pay an editor to yeah. fix all the really? levels. Really? You have an editor? <laughs> yeah, we yes. do. What's, really? what's the rate for that? Because I think I would pay it. Uh, not that much. Uh, $30, $35. Yeah. Per episode? Yeah. Damn, mm-hmm. we do too many episodes for that. Yeah, well, that's why yeah, we do you guys have partners. That's why we get a partner to pay for the... We probably should team. do that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like editing shows. No, no, no. And that's the thing. Like, the, the, He does such a better job. We tried yeah. to do it for a little bit. Devin tried to do it. Dan tried to do it. Like, It Dog is just shit. a mess. And plus, like, there's all this ambient bullshit, and he does a great job. So it probably takes him 15 minutes. For him, I don't know how long it takes yeah. him to do it. It takes him a while. But yeah. he does a great yeah. job. And he he's listen, probably balling. Now he's like a... He he's listens probably making to the $90 show. He's got a, he's got a full later. job. Now he's uh, like, I will ask for their name after the episode, because... I don't want to edit shows anymore. Yeah, no, it's cool. It's super okay. cool. And um, it makes it so that money. it's much easier to listen. So if you actually go to episode 13. 
I'm not sure. 13? I've been pretty impressed. Like, I listen to your show. I've been yeah. pretty impressed with, like, how good the audio is. Right, well, that's, that's why we, I, that's actually we, why I asked. Yeah, we went through a bunch of different options on the internet, right, mm-hmm. to different, like, different companies to, like, record. Yeah. And then finally, Iris was the best in terms of quality, yeah. and then we were able to export, and then all that stuff. So we, immediately we paid for one to do one, yeah. and we got back, and the episode was so much better than our previous one. I'm like, does yeah, he just do, uh, like, Level control and ambient, or does he don't, get rid of cuts. What does he, he get rid of ums and dead space yep. and all that? Everything wow. Wow. And, and clicking. So the other thing too is like my mic will go bing, bing every time I mute it because I touch it with my nose because it's just like a tactile button, right? Ding, ding, ding. I'll do that. Are you I'm serious? Weird. Yeah, I'm a weirdo. Um, okay. Because I put it in my mouth. Like, because I'm just like you, on top. Did of you know it. that James Houghton can fit an entire microphone bulb? He probably his, fit one of uh, these in his mouth. What is it? The wind, whatever this thing, pop filter. He can fit the entire pop filter into his mouth. Yeah. It's a big mm-hmm. mouth boy. Okay. All right. Pause. Don't no, I'm try not, it. I'm not doing it. Anyway, <laughs> you, um, you'll never know it. It might have been that one. Exactly. That's why I'm not doing it. This one doesn't smell like Canadian. The, you know, what's cool about it is if you go back and watch, like, listen to our old 13 episode or whatever, and then you look at where it transitioned, but there's, a, there's a mark there somewhere. But we actually tried to remaster some old episodes um, intentionally. Tons of people didn't listen to them again. That's fine. But the difference in audio quality yeah. is massive. Sure. Sure. I can't listen to the old episodes anymore. They're terrible to sound. Like, I can't I'm listen admitting to myself talk were, because I'm not good at this. Well, it's just ter- it was just well, terrible. And so either. that's why we did it. And after we got that one back, I'm like, we have to pay for it. That's cool. Yeah. Yep. Then we'll pay this guy. All right. Well, Let's talk is about it, cars. Is it yeah. a guy or a gal? It's a guy. It is. It's Have a guy. you? Um, you were right the first When time. was the last? So, first question. You are uh, in in the team is based in the Lafayette area, correct? Yeah. Uh, which is geographically very close to two country club style racetracks. Yeah, Putnam and Putnam this one? and Autobahn, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. What kind of? Um, yeah. Professional Awesome is an actual company, yeah. and we they don't sell have, race car parts. We're not cool enough. Have you considered that not, maybe you should do testing at yeah. your country club? We're not, we're not cool enough. We're not like Varus. Varus is too cool for us. Um, they do that, and they've offered to actually bring us down there to Putnam. Mm-hmm. We've run Putnam before, but yeah, we might do Putnam. Putnam's a cool place, yeah. but their, their, their pricing's been going up. Like since, since they were a dirt shack, like we, we raced there when they were a dirt, you know, dirt road, dirt everything. The place is very different than it was 15 right. years ago. Exactly, and yeah. now they've, they've gone and gone. It's a pretty fun direction. little surface, it's a, it's though. A, it's, a, it's, cool. Is... it's a cool track, and it does give you... What I like about Putnam is it's, it does offer a good opportunity for test and tune because it does have the long front straight, then it's got some yep. good sweepers, then it's got the slow section in the back, the, yep. the 90s, then coming back down and around. It's a big mix you, of elements. There's right. some big curves and, if you want. Right. There's and all then, kinds of and stuff. And then the transition from, you know, the, the three last turns on the yep. front straight give you a really good, you know, aero feel. Yeah, medium speed, high speed, yeah. real low. Yeah, yep. and so, and, and I, like I said, the front braking zone's good for front, you know, for, for, for aero and then good braking. So, like, that's a good option. I've thought about it. We just aren't. We don't have enough time to, to do it in the whole scheme of things. Yeah, I mean, well, with a race car like that, you don't need to buy a club membership. You just need to buy, like, one DE. Well, I want to do it. I want to do it. Only <laughs> yeah, go to ADE with it. To, to Abe's a point, single. I, I would like to do it more like Varus does it, and that's what I really like about those guys. Like, we talk about them a lot in our podcast. I talk about it otherwise. Like, we're kind of the same spirit animal. Okay. Is they, so their story is, like, they originally just started doing CFD and like making parts and stuff like that. And then the internet would not stop talking crap about how they don't test parts on track. 
And so then they went way above and beyond, mm-hmm. bought without even running previous to that. They rented out or they, they bought a membership to Putnam. Then they hired, you know, a race car driver, right? So they got a guy that comes in and drives their cars. And so then now they do testing on everything, basically every Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. Like really? they test so often. So if you ever watch their Instagram, they're at the track so constantly wow. because they're like always testing. And that's so like it's so funny because people they they got pushed into that because there were so many uh, Arm, I hate armchair quarterbacks. Haters, yeah. But like there were so many people who were trying to act like they don't know what they're doing. Yeah. And and there's a lot of Facebook crew chiefs. Oh my god, Dude, it's insane. It's ridiculous. And so they kind of got pushed into that. But they do it. Right they're uh, I, I never considered them to be an illegitimate organization. Like yeah. I, I never really questioned their merit. Yeah. But when uh, Jackie did the CFD work with yeah. them and yeah. his men speeds at Road Atlanta turn one were 101. Yeah. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. no, that's, that's real serious. Yeah. The, yeah. This, this car is dialed in. Yeah, way better. Yeah, and that's, and that's the thing. Like, they, they definitely, in the whole scheme of things, if, if somebody doesn't come to us, right, come to us, please. But if they don't come to us, <laughs> then go to Varus. I, I love those guys. So what They're does Professional awesome. awesome do then? What do you mean, what do we do? What do you do? Well, we, we stand around, we talk about cars. We just did they that used, outside. They used to time attack. They they did, used, yeah. We used to time attack. We used to do other things as well. Um, no, but... Funny memes. Memes. Yeah. Memes were good. Commercials were good. Yeah. <laughs> Back in the day. <laughs> but now we make podcasts. Yeah. 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 Nailed it. And, and you have like 250 SKUs on your website. Yeah. You make parts. Yeah. And so, yeah. Well, now... So now we're doing a lot of consulting. We, you know, sell parts, those types of things. We're trying to, like, do more time attack. It's a hard thing, right? Um, bring the car back. We've got some exciting things that are happening to the car that I think we're going to be pretty cool once we release them. For listeners who don't know, they have an Evo that's... Uh, I don't know, eight, I think. It's, it's been eight, one of the fastest cars in yeah, yeah, time attack right world. There. Like, yeah, yeah almost, the, it's, almost holds a bunch of our records. It's, it's one, two, right three there. in almost every track yep. in terms of track lap yep. time. So whatever. And you only bring it out once every four years. That's right. <laughs> and so I think this iteration is going to be pretty good and I think should. So we've spent a lot. What we did is the last couple of years, we spent a lot of time putting a lot of money into things that we wouldn't have otherwise. So our, our back in the day, what we used to do is come to a lot of events, a lot of events. But the problem is that when you come to a lot of events, especially on our budget, that meant that we couldn't buy things. Yep. Right. It's that cost benefit analysis. What do you do? So in the last couple of years, we've bought a lot of things that we haven't bought previously. And now the car. For example. For like we wouldn't have got the trans if we, you know, we wouldn't have got our sequential if we didn't do it. It's a Drenth? It's an X-Shift now. Okay. Hmm. What do you do with the Drenth trans when you're done with it? You sell it to a guy who wants a drag race. Okay. Did that work out? Yeah, he loved it. Great. He ran one... What's, what's the market on a used Drenth transmission? It wasn't that bad. Either? I helped him get it all set up. You know, it was perfect because John built it from TRE. Sure. And so it was perfect. It, it, it worked perfectly. The hardest part for him was getting, like, he didn't completely understand how to set up the strain gauge. So I just had to walk him through setting up the strain gauge. But after that, he did uh, half-mile runs in it, and he ran uh, 192 or something like that. Jeez. A serious car. That's and real he, fast. 192, and he loved it. That's pretty serious. Yeah. And so, so I, I thought it was going to be really, really hard to sell that car or sell that trans. Luckily, it wasn't that bad. Hmm. Thank God. 192 is pretty fast. Yeah. I ran 150, and I, my car was like a low 11-second car. That's probably a nine-second car. Yeah, nine or yeah. nine-second car. Yeah. That's what it was, yeah. Wild. Before he did a half mile thing. So pretty cool. But yeah, so we do that, and hopefully the car will come together. We've been doing a lot of things to make it reliable more than it fast, but that also lends itself to being reliable. Yeah. So. Chris Stewart's in the building. Oh. He just decided to come to his event again. And he gave you a, uh, give me a, a scowl. Give me a dirty look. <laughs> doing a podcast. He probably wants to hang out. Oh, yeah.
This is what, <laughs> on we tape. Never, we never even talk anymore. Yeah, we, we're not even friends. <laughs> not even supposed to be here today. <laughs> this new you sure is strange. Yeah. Uh, what's the for people who don't know? Like, what's the details on the on the Evo build? We don't talk about cars enough. Yeah. So you um, got a four G six four. It's a three now. Three liter. V six LS Hammy. Four G four G sixty three. Okay. Probably a 2.05, I think, with the stroke so, now. Stroker or punched out? No, stock, stock, uh, stock bore. Because okay. one of the biggest problems, right, I hate more than anything is that the, um, the distant cylinder to cylinder is where you always, like, we blow head gaskets a lot. Oh, yeah. And so now we got, like, a, you know, more of a fire ring setup um, where we have stainless steel rings in it okay. that are recessed into the block. So more of, like, an indie car kind of setup on that. Mm. Um, so that's, we've been running that for a while, and that's been great. James ran that. Um, in that Evo, the whatever is Y. Yeah, the YD. Evo? Yeah, YD, that's yep. it. YD Motorsports one. Um, so he ran that in his car and he made eight something or eight seventy. Car, fast. 870 on a GT. I think basically like jumped off the top of Lime Rock and like landed on the downhill. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He, he just skipped that whole part of the yeah, track. Just, just launch it, dude. Which is, I don't know if that's legal. You have to touch all the track, right? <laughs> that was um, a cool car. That, but yeah, that. so that, that car made good power with that setup. We did that same setup and we've been. We've been a lot better off. We also uh, rear-mounted radiator. The cooling system's been a lot better. We had those problems for a really long time. Okay. And so that's great. You know, obviously, Fortune Autos. We run a Link ECU, uh, uh, AIM PDM with a full data acquisition on that. Hmm. Um, we've got some of our own sensors on it now with the tire temperatures and the shock pots and all that. Yep. So it, it's a good setup. Obviously, all of our own custom aero that costs $43. Um, $43. 43 Maybe, maybe 43 50 yeah. Um, maybe, I don't know. Ship. Couple, couple of <laughs> but yeah, obviously our thing is we try to help people make downforce for yeah. an affordable price. You know, that's why we call it DIY downforce. And, uh, but yeah, we run all of our own stuff. We have so many of our own parts on the car. And it was cool because at Buttonwillow, um, we talked about it on our podcast. We finally like, got the shock pots working and everything working well. And so we did a little thing. It's like, guess how much downforce we actually make? Because we actually tested it and made it, you know. Okay. And so at 140 miles per hour down the front straight at that button willow, they've made over 3,000 pounds of downforce. Really? And you can and, tell that because of the Yeah, because of the, the potentiometers. Yeah. And, the, yeah, yep. and, and it was probably even more than that because uh, we were on the bump stops. And the bump stops obviously are nonlinear, yeah. right? But I yep. tried to kind of put that in there in terms of the calculation because I can kind of figure that out. That's a lot of downforce. It's a lot of downforce. And it's a lot of downforce considering our splitter legitimately cost. If you bought all the parts from us and then did it, it's like... 500 bucks. Yeah. Cool. And so people have like, I, I love the carbon work. I love what everybody does. We're just cheap as fuck. Yep. <laughs> well, well, you also hire like baller drivers, like wild oh, fast yeah, drivers. Yeah. I mean, we hire you're, cool. You're, you're putting we, the effort into the places that you need to Yeah, we hire cool sure. people to do things like that do things well. Like we, we Jeff do, Westfall, Tom. Right, exactly. Yeah. They're, they're attractive and good drivers. And that's important <laughs> to our yeah, whole brand image. Good hair. Because I'm not going to do hair. the attractive part or the cool part, so mm-hmm. we need someone else to do it. Right? Um, uh. you, you were talking to me earlier <laughs> about how you applied for the Road America time attack. Okay. I think we need. I think we need to. I did uh, not say anything. That was him and you. Yeah, I'm done. I think we need to approve them so they can buy a ticket. <laughs> I meant to talk with Chris about oh it, my God. and I have talked with Chris about it, but it's probably when he was like flying or something. Uh, so. Chris is um, a busy man. Hopefully, we get to uh, see that car this year. That'd yeah, that's really right. cool. so we we got a couple more things to finish up, and then uh, and then we, we want to test. We're at you know legitimately trying to test. So yeah. we'll probably run Gingerman again. We might run Putnam. Um, last time we were Gingerman, we were in twenty four five, and the 
that was like 500 horsepower with the blown head gasket. Oh, yeah. So, that was a bunch of years ago with us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. And so we want to run that. We did do a test day a while ago at Gingerman before we went to Butman last year. Okay. But Dan was driving the car, and he didn't put a lot of hot lap. He ran like a 30 or something like that. He didn't try very hard. car was running pretty well, but, I mean, yeah. shit, we ran like 17 laps that day, which is a lot. That's a lot for, for any us, right? big crazy town. Yeah, ticket. exactly. So that was pretty cool. But, yeah, we're going to get back out there. we got to get Tom in the car. Tom's geared to go. He, keep, he wanted us to come this Friday, right? And, yeah. And yeah. do all that. And, yeah, Tom's ready to go and get in the car, and I appreciate that because we need someone crazy to drive it. Mm-hmm. Wild car. Looking forward to seeing it. Yeah, me too. Um, <laughs> I'd what? like to do something again so he can stop calling me retired even though I'm never in. I told him I'm not, not going to talk shit about retired people because they're like the best. <laughs> like, who doesn't want to be retired? Like, come on. If it makes you feel better, Abe, Nothing I like that. do talk to far more shit in the group chat about Well, it. I'm not on the hypercritical podcast. I try to keep things not so critical. You have been on their show. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, and you were critical that time. You were. So. I, I, yeah, you, you were. That was you, a critical you're show. The yeah. most cri- you're like the most yeah, critical stern person face of me. You know, I, just, I have expectations for people. Yeah, that's true. That's, uh, <laughs> we do too. Exactly. <laughs> yep. yes, yes, Father. <laughs> I will make sure that I exceed those expectations. Awesome. So you're letting them down is what he's saying. I, I'm, I'm always letting people yeah, down. That's, that's my job. Yeah. Well, At least I let them down softly. Oh, I, I, I enjoy that you have a lot of people on from our world, too. I get to hear people's yeah, backstories. Cool. And, you know, didn't, didn't know Grant Davidson's Integra was like the only car he's ever driven. That's the thing. Like, we like didn't he's know. 15 years old, buys it. So blind yeah. on all that stuff. And that's what's cool it's super about cool. it. It's like you talk to people and then, like you guys know, you, you talk wait, to people. you talk to people and then you learn about them? Yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's weird. It's <laughs> Amazing. You never learn about what they, how they started or where right. they were. And that's why we try to ask that question at least because... So many people are like, oh, I just did this. I just started this like two years ago because I like sim racing or I was bored yeah. or whatever. And then all of a sudden they're like, what? Two, two, oh, God, I'm old. Yeah. Right? That's the You've other You've only thing been doing out. this for two years and it's, you're already yeah, faster than me. You're old. I've been doing this since <laughs> I was four. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I've had cars broken longer than that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> come on, guys. But no, it's like that, 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 that episode's cool. Some of the other guys, we're trying to get some of the old, older OG guys on so they can talk about some of those. You know, old people stuff and historic things. Time attack from nine years ago. Kind that's of right. Yep. You know, like. Damn, that's old now. Oh. Yeah, it was cool to talk to Nads and things like that. Like, I want to get yep. some of that. We, I've talked to Rado about it. Like, just trying oh, cool. to get Rado on, stuff like that. Because he's got, Rado's got tons of stories about being crazy. So, so uh, a person that we need to get back into the queue is I had reached out to Jeff Racer at Full Race. Yeah. I, I think that a lot of people are not very good at building turbo kits that last. Yeah. And I would like to talk with him who yeah. has a, an engineering background of like, okay, how do you, if you're doing time attack or road course racing or whatever, how do you make parts that will last? Because I, and the, what I had pitched was teach a customer how to be a good customer. Like what sure. should they be looking for? Because I bought turbo kits in the past and mm-hmm. like they all broke. I don't want them to break. It's yeah. a pain in the butt. Yeah. And so, uh, we need to get him on the show, and we've got some ideas for a couple of other people yeah. as well. But. He's got some OE experience, which is a big, bigger thing. Like, plus, I mean, obviously, they've been going for a long time. Long he, time. He's great. Yeah. Um, but he's got some OE experience as well, which is even harder, right? We talk, we've talked about this on the podcast, too, because I've, I got OE test experience. And people don't understand. Like, everybody wants to throw away OE parts, and they just do not understand the test regiment that went into the OE parts and the lack of test regiment that goes into the aftermarket parts. Mm-hmm. And so when you have someone like Jeff, whatever, and... He can, he knows what it took to build a good product to start with, and then he brings that in with his own brand, yeah. which is just insanity. Yeah, cars are hard. 
Yeah, time, time cars, cars are, are pain. hard. Yeah. Why are we here? GLTC is hard. Devin, you tried that once. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, it was hard. It was hard. <laughs> it was hard. It's hard. I will agree. Yeah, got to try everything though. Right? Yeah, I'm trying it again. Too. Um, my last question: How's uh, how's parts sales? You guys, Good. you guys moving a lot of weird little parts. Yeah, I mean, might how, as well. Like my um, my whole business is making things that other people don't make slash other things that I think people need right, right. and uh, no it's been good and we've got a lot of things in the in the in the works that, like hopefully we can release a lot of stuff at once here um, worst way to release stuff but l- let's do it um, so hopefully we can release some new stuff and it'll be cool and people will like it um, I see a lot of your little pieces yeah, all it, over cars parts and pieces like and it adds up it's cool yeah and sales have been sales been pretty good the hardest part I think we talked about this before the hardest part is like getting parts in so all of our all of our stuff's custom yeah like there's nothing like that you just buy off the shelf and because of that it just takes a long time to get it in sometimes and then I, I do a lot of testing before I let anybody even touch it like even like like Dan sometimes doesn't even know that I've been working on something mm-hmm. and I've already been testing it and ensuring that it meets a standard before I even, yep. even meets Dan's hands, yep. which is my own. That's why the podcast is called hypercritical. <laughs> okay. Circle back around. right? Yeah. And we have one underpaid employee. Yeah. Yeah. So doing pretty well. Yeah. Pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Well, um, when is the next time we're going to see the car? Probably Road America, hopefully. Maybe. Yeah, hopefully. We're, yeah, yeah. We, we, we should test before then. So, like, probably Road America is when you guys. Got a few weeks. And then, yeah, and then we'll figure it out. When I would Road love America? to see it. What's up? Yeah, week, but the Thursday, Friday, Saturday before our Mid Ohio event. Mid Ohio's first weekend in August. So, what's hold on. The, the record's 203? I don't three? remember. Three or four. Ferris three? is pretty quick there. Yeah. You're going to need a, you're gonna need a lot of top speed. Yeah, that's 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 the thing. Like, we're so we're finally because you know whatever we're finally gonna go on to like a turbo that's from this century. Um, so we <laughs> were on a GT thirty five eighty two R Gen two before, and so we've got uh, both thirty fives, the nine hundred and the ten fifty, mm-hmm. the year ten fifty, and we have uh, GT or G forty. Okay, and so we've got options. Um, again, most people just buy a turbo, put it on the car, which is probably what we should do. And you could do like an entire episode about just how to read a compressor map. Exactly. The the turbo side. So like, obviously we work closely with Garrett. We have for a very long time. We work with like Keem who worked, used to work at Garrett. Now he doesn't, but he was the engineer who's released those turbos originally. Um, So we're obviously with the way that we do things, we have spent a lot of time going back and forth on, because we've got a new manifold because we went from a different, we went to a different flange. We had a T3, we were going T4. Um, Because of all these changes, we are like Devin, stood in a garage and listened to us talk for three and a half hours about an intercooler and he's like this is insane this is no i'll say this is fucking stupid you guys are (laughs) you guys are ridiculous but that's just the way that it works like we talk out all the little details and there are a lot of little details Mm -hmm. so we've got some options we'll see what happens they talked out and it circled back to the same question three hours later well i think it's it's probably just about finding a balance right like i appreciate i appreciate that you don't bring cars out that are not sorted because there are plenty of those Mm -hmm. yeah um but i'd like to see you more often yeah and that's that's the thing we've We've been on the, we've done the be on, like on the edge thing before, and it's hard. I mean, it's hard on everybody. Working all night, trying to put a new engine, new trans, new whatever yeah. needs to be fixed. It's hard on everybody to get that done. It's expensive, and the last thing we want to do is scatter some things all over a track and, and cause right. some problems for other people. Ruin so, a session, ruin somebody's day, crash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's always a, it's a hard thing. Yep. It's a hard thing, and it's just being cognizant of you know what's around you yep. we very rarely ever oil down anything 
The only time we really had a big problem, obviously, is uh, Button Willow cursed with fires. Yeah, we just you guys fires. are cursed. We just, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't believe in curses, but well, a, part of being there's on plenty of evidence to support our curse yeah. in this situation. When things break that shouldn't break, but now we're smarter than we were before because something uh-huh. broke that shouldn't have broke. Yeah, part of being on a team is you have to have at least one fire. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of required. Uh, actually, I did talk. Tom Cruise. Um, what, where were we? Gingerman? <laughs> yeah. Um, I still remember the video of the fire Devin had here at Autobahn as being oh, yeah, I the that. most right over there, right? composed, mm-hmm. most thoughtful response to an in-car fire that I have ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, was, it was like he had, uh, I don't, I'm not going to say this like, I'm not saying this negatively. It was like you had practiced what you would do in that situation. Yes, he pro- it it was <laughs> beautiful. We actually have seminars. Also, also <laughs> great. Of the intake program. If, if you're going to start on fire, start on fire in view 100 feet from the fire truck. Yeah, Best place see? to start on fire. Best place. <laughs> yeah, we, I mean, you've got to plan it if you're going to do it. Like, ready now. Got it. All right. All right. Come on, About guys. to ruin my day, and here's where I'm going to do it. <laughs> Thank you. But, yeah. like, I think there are a lot of situations where... Uh, you may think you have an idea of what you're going to do, sure, but when yeah, when right. the moment actually happens, you you your brain just stops working and you lose it. Yeah. And Devin was the most composed firefighter that I've seen, like of a driver that I have ever seen. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's yeah, railroad life. That's what there it you is. Go. Say thank you. I appreciate it. Well, I appreciate yeah. you. He's actually mentioned that to me. Like interesting random conversations separately. Yeah. So he he cool. thought about this. I think it's important. Yeah. Like like when we're building the cars and stuff like that, and we're like looking at is this safe or not. We we are pretty critical about can you get out of this fast, right? Yeah. We should we should probably do. I, I want to do with like um, our doors work a lot better than they used to. Like they didn't open enough, and so we redid all the hinges and everything. So they open now. They open past ninety. Yeah. So just in case, and you could just punch the door open and that kind of thing. So it just unhooks itself. Because it's like it's pretty scary. I mean, obviously, we've we've been through it. We know what it's like. We don't want, obviously, like Jeff, right, or yep. Tom, to get hurt in our car or anything like that. So, like, being able to get out fast, I'd love to do more. You know, I'd love to do at least once get Tom out of the car quickly. But yep. <laughs> um, well, and and you being a, a an engineer professionally in your real life, like the engineering and safety standards that you might apply in your corporate yeah. life, I think probably translate over into your hobby as well. Because like once you get ingrained into that kind of safety culture, you can't yeah. turn it off. I'm mostly just terrified, if I'm honest, all the time. I'm terrified all the time. Yeah, the, the, all of this is terrifying. Like. <laughs> You're the, building a missile. And, and and then you're driving around a place that has uh, things yeah. to hit. Yeah, lots of things to yeah. hit. You're not just in a cornfield. And, and yeah, and it, yeah. It's, 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 yeah, it's scary. Even a gingerman. Now they made gingerman unsafe. <laughs> <laughs> they put in Breaking the, news. Gingerman unsafe. They put in, ball on 10. There, there are three cars here that have rolled in the past three Grid Life events, yeah. and they are all driving. At yep. this event, like, yeah, two of them got caught sideways in turn ten. And yeah, ten is man, ten is a weird. Place. It was the deepest, heaviest sand. Like I don't, it's like quick. And you're going so fast. Yeah, at 10. this I was. Know, a, I don't know why they put that sand like this. That. Was a whole. This was <laughs> they a, rocks, a whole they discussion rocks. on the internet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, people true. Like this is not the way we should do this. You know, like I, I then other people were like, "Fuck you!" What's been there, there's a lot of discussions <laughs> on the internet. Adam and I just issued a ruling on uh, tires. Yeah. Oh, because oh, well, oh god, I got dragged into that. Oh, yeah. And then I got dragged into it separately. So yeah. this, from this, a different angle, this isn't even a debate because the rule is quite clear. Yeah, you could argue want, about the merit of the rule, but you can't argue that it's on paper. People want to run the Viper ACR tire, right? I get it. Years ago, we were like, man, it only comes in those two stupid sizes, those and my durometer sizes. says that it's basically a Hoosier A7. 
Say, say it again. Say it again. I have a durometer brought, in the pit cart. I brought my durometer here today yeah. to prove a point. I have one in the pit cart. Exactly. I was going to do like I, because because you know James and I got into it a little bit there because it was like it is the same durometer and mm-hmm. then so I got into it otherwise and I'm like they're the same they're just as fast. Yeah. You cannot tell me they're not as fast. And then I was like they're at least within one let's just say one second for fun and they're like no you know James and and, and a, who was I talking to the other guy with the Corvette Eric. Yeah, Clemens. Yeah, yeah. I was talking, and I was like, and he's like, "No, they're not as fast." And I was like, "Did you run the same size and the same? You know, were you running three fifty fives on that one, or what? Like, what size were you running between the tires?" And he's like, "No, I ran a little bit smaller, right front tire." And I was like, "Okay, let's look back at the data because I looked at some data, and I'm like, they're the same. Like, if you take the friction circle, right? You take your G loads, same freaking thing. So if they're the same thing, it just means that you drove differently, right? And so I was looking through that, and so I'm like, so tempted." To buy a set of the smaller size. The 295s. Yeah, the 295s. Run them all around on one car, then run a 295 Hoosier, mm-hmm. same, same, so that we can, like, you're, one's got to be an 18, one's got to be an 19, I'll bet they're whatever. really close. I bet they're friggin' on top of each other, yeah. like, real close. Like, uh, at least within a half second. So, yeah. years ago, when we decided that, man, the ACR tire's got to go. It was like Borsma's putting them on his yeah. Tegra yeah, 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 and stuff, yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. everybody in track mod's running them, and we're like... They only come in these two stupid sizes. Yeah. If they came in 17s and 16s yeah, and 15s, it'd be one thing. thing. And then, like, then you have competition. But when you have to be able to run, like, a 19 right. just to use this tire. And it's, it's like a rubber band tire as well. We right. had a few people de-beating tires. And like, yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't know about that. Yeah. It was, personally, like, personally, for it's me, like, like, it's 2017 or 18 when we're making these rules. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. I remember. I remember when Boris Moore was running them. Like he, <laughs> it's there for a reason. He ran the big, I mean, he literally ran, like, 19 in the front, like, 17 in the back just to make it work. Yeah. Like, speed ring and stuff like that. And, uh, like, for me... I'll say it, that I don't really care about tire rules that much because, like I said, lots of the 200 tread wires are ridiculous, like yeah. so soft comparatively. You get, you get mold, mold tires and you do the durometer. Right. Te- like, they are so close to on top of each other. And what, I, and what I pushed for this year is like, um, <laughs> I, I love unlimited class time attack. I love the, uh, the size and freedom that the sandbox mm-hmm. provides. I think it's great. Yeah. But if you're not in unlimited, I think you should be closer to something that's Real, the, like bound the, by the mere yeah, normal like, physics. They're like, not. <laughs> it's uh, track mod or track uh, modern as a class has morphed over the last few years. The number of cars that are like uh, uh, crazy time attack builds that are on a streetish tire is kind of small. Yeah. And so, if you could make the class now just a little bit more appropriate for GT3s and 720s and like. Sure. Some just like cars you can buy. Yeah, you look at Canacri's doing great reasonable. in a stock McLaren. Sure. Yeah. Uh, and he's running up against some pretty wild, naturally aspirated vets. Stuff yeah. like that. Like it's, I think it's interesting. Yeah. And but the parody's yeah, there. It's an interesting class. Yeah. If you want to build something crazy, just go to unlimited. you can do that. It's an unlimited. Just go yeah. do it there. Yeah. Um, yeah. But like the argument, well, I don't want to compete against Ferris. It's like, well, what are we talking about? Right. There? Yeah, that I mean, that shouldn't be an argument. It's I'm trying to make a but, class so I can win. Yeah, yeah, and that's the thing. You, you now you want a class that you can win, and mm-hmm. and if you're going to race it that way, then just go join SCCA now. So there's lots of classes. Or just less read, people show up. Or just read all the rules and look at yeah. how many sizes are available in your tires. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for me, like I never cared about like I'm like because obviously we've had this conversation with Tony about it for a long time separately from GTA Land. Um, so they outlawed TDs at the time, right? Yeah. So yeah. that was one of the first tires to be outlawed. The Hankook TD. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I was like. 
whatever. I don't care. It's dumb. I don't think you should outlaw tires. I don't care. Treadwear's a joke anyway. Yeah. Right? Treadwear's a literal joke. Treadwear so, is a joke. And yeah. we've talked about it before that... The manufacturer under- gets to choose. Right. To choose. I understand. And we've talked about this before that I know that you guys use it because it's like really... Like otherwise, you have to use durometer, right? Yeah, it's the, but, but I would argue, as as an analytical scientist, I, I appreciate the durometer a lot. Right. But in a not controlled environment, yeah, I understand that right. not any good. But that's why, like, even Devin, like here, like we're, I'm putting in data and I'm like putting in like the temperature and everything like that, mm-hmm. and like I'm doing that stuff. Lots of people don't do that for like what when they've been at track, right? Yeah. What is the temperature and everything? And I agree, you need to put them, you know, standard temperature pressure, right? STP, we're gonna need to put them in a room, let them normalize, then check the durometer. And they all have to be within a certain heat cycle right. or with brand new tires. Right. Like, how are we gonna know? You need you need yeah. one sample of every tire yeah. right off the right off. Pretty the pretty soon we're in the land of like, all right, here's your spec tire, here's your right. two. Options. Exactly. Yeah. It We're, gets to that depth. I don't want every class to be where GLTC is. I understand. You know, that's, I agree. That's not and that's why for me, I'm like, I've never cared about, I've yep. never really cared about treadwear because it doesn't mean anything like we talked Especially about. Especially if you're unlimited. And that's why I'm glad I don't have to make the rules and listen to everybody who get cranky. That's yep. your guys' job. Yep. I think we did a show, boys. Yeah, we got to go run a racetrack soon, so Woo! we should probably get off the podcast. Now, mm. now we're just going to get yelled at more. Where, where can people buy your stuff? Professionalawesome.com. And Facebook at Professional Awesome seven seven seven. That's correct. Instagram at Pro. Is it pro- professional Awesome? Is it Professional racing. Awesome? Pro- 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 yeah. Professional anyway, Awesome Racing. You can figure it out. Just hashtag Professional Awesome. Hashtag DIY Downforce. Let us know if you need anything. We love you. And the podcast is called Hypercritical Radio. Hypercritical Radio. Yeah. Brought to you by That's Fuel a Radio. Right. Thanks, boys. Slip Angle was created by Austin Cabot and Adam Jubay, co-hosted by Derek Yarbrough and production by Abram Schmucker, who mixes all of our terrible audio. If you like the show, please rate us and review us on iTunes and come and find us in the pits at a grid live to say hello. Hello.